Hello and welcome to episode 6 of our random rambling series where we're talking about our favourite games beginning with each letter of the alphabet. I'm Bethany and this is my housemate David and we're from The Gaming Nook and this episode we're going to be covering the letters O, P, Q and R. Four letters. Bumper episode, mm. how exciting. I know. It's because we shortchanged them last week. Yeah, we did, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Even though it wasn't our, but anyway. Shortchanged. Yeah. <laughs> o, P, Q and R, so do you want to... Yeah, without further ado, o? let's start doing... Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to start with Ooh Kami. Ooh Kami. Ooh Kami. <laughs> um, right, yeah, this is a game which originally came out for PlayStation 2 mm -hmm. and was then ported to the Wii um, and has recently been redone in HD, so it clearly Isn't did it? well. Nice. Um, it's another one of these games which is best described as very Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> um, you play as a uh, Japanese sort of uh, deity. Okay. Called um, Amaterasu, who is the uh, kami or sort of spirit being, yeah. uh, of the sun, I think. Okay. Um, Someone will fact check that and be like, "No, you're wrong." I'm, I'm pretty certain. <laughs> yeah. um, I might get I may get more wrong later. Um, <laughs> Just roll with it. Say it confidently. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the world that you enter is basically well beset by demons. Okay, not good. Um, and they are draining the colour and the life out of various areas of the world. Okay. Um, and the game starts off being a story about uh, you, you wake up in this, in this little Japanese village and this uh, great demon called Orochi has awoken, which is a seven-headed serpent dragon thing. Oh, that sounds a bit nasty. Um, and so you embark on this quest as the, the sun spirit to go and vanquish the enemy. Okay. Um, and you do that, and as you're getting close to it, you start thinking, this is a bit short. Right. Um, I'm enjoying it, it's good, but it's short. Yeah. And then you get and get there and kill Orochi, and you ah, credits are about to roll then. Yeah. And then they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you find out that that gate that you've noticed in the corner of the main field leads to a whole new area of the world. Oh, right, so is um, that basically like the prologue or something, yeah. essentially? Yeah, so, so the thing that you think is going to be the whole game for a while turns out just to be the prologue to what is actually a very quite a long game. Sounds like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Six <laughs> hours in, in England. Just, oh, really? Right. No, in, in um, the... Norway. Oh, right, think, yeah. 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 Before you even get to the main bit. Um, so but yeah, so you said like you've got to bring the colour back. Does yes. it start in as a black and white game? It does, or? yeah. Okay. Um, the, yeah, the whole does literally get more colour yes. into it as you play. Yes, and um, okay. so you have to go and uh, sort of uh, make these uh, saplings of a, um, uh, a spirit of the trees uh, grow. Um, all of your powers as the sun god are sort of um, based in a, a, a brush. So you know the um, Japanese use um, the ink brushes. Yeah. Really stylized. Yeah. Um, the whole world looks like it's been drawn by one of those. Okay. And it's got a really cool art style. It does. It, and on the Wii particularly, um, you hold down the, the trigger B button underneath the control mm -hmm. mode and any point at the screen you control the brush. So you, you you draw certain symbols and that causes things to happen in the game. So um, it's, it's it's basically your items from Zelda, for example. Yeah, you know, I really can't decide whether I've played this game or not. Because <laughs> there's so many things. Like, I totally remember doing that in a game, but then 
I don't think it's don't been done in any other game. That's what I mean, but I don't... I'm really convinced I haven't played it. Right. But you keep saying stuff and I keep seeing stuff that, like, <laughs> triggers so many memories right. in my brain. So it's like maybe I've subconsciously played it. Mm. Played it with sleep. Played it, yeah. I don't know, it's weird. But I remember it um, when it was reviewed, when it came out, um, scoring really highly. Mm. And I remember being really intrigued by it because, to me, it, the art style and everything of it almost looked Twilight Princessy to me. A little bit. Um, that's the vibe I was getting on yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a more stylized Twilight yeah, Princess. Yeah, no, it's more... L less. Not that Twilight Princess was necessarily a realistic art style, but it's less. It's, it's more cartoon. It's more 2D. Yeah, it's definitely more painted, mm. which obviously, like you said, is the point. But I remember getting that same sort of vibe from just looking at the game and right. really wanting to play it. Yeah. Because um, it does look really cool and unique. It is. I've not seen anything similar to it. No. Um, I, I mean, it had a sequel on the DS, but um, that's the only other thing that's been anywhere close mm. to it. Um, but yeah, you know, your powers are things like, um, you know, you draw a, a thing like that and the wind blows in the direction that you drew it. I must have played this game. Uh, I'm sure I have yeah, played draw it. Draw a circle and you make things blue. Yeah. You can draw a circle with a line coming out of it that summons a bomb in. Um, and do you and play as the, the white... The White Wolf. The White Wolf, yes, you do, yeah. yeah. It's a cool character design, I think. Yeah, with your, your little, your tiny little, uh, um, well, supposedly painter um, accomplice called Isun, who is about that big. Um, About a centimetre. Yeah, um, <laughs> and sits on your head the whole Aww, game. Oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, well, if I have played it, it definitely looks like... Something I would have mm. liked to have played. I spent quite a while recommending it to everyone I could. <laughs> maybe I've just watched you play it. Maybe, maybe you've seen me play yeah. a bit of it. Like that's, probably it. Yeah, yeah. that's probably it. Yeah, that's probably it. Because I, I don't think I have, actually. Mm. But, um, add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add on Okami? I think I've done a pretty good job. Your I, turn. I think you have. Um, so O was a weird one for me because when I first put out the poll on Twitter mm. um, where it was meant to be my favourite game versus David's, I didn't have an O game. And then someone pointed out the orange box, mm -hmm. which I had played, um, but I don't know, I kind of felt A, I'd forgotten that that was an O because I keep seeing it as the separate games within it. And I think that it's kind of cheating because it's, it's sort of three separate games mm. rather than... None of which like, begin with O. Yeah. Um, but... And we'll probably get on to those games, like we've already discussed Half-Life, hmm. and I'm sure the one of the others might come up later. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll all be glad to know that I have now played a game beginning with O! Hooray! Um, I played the first Ori instalment, mm. Ori and the Blind Forest. Right. Um, which was basically, I, because I, obviously the second one, Will of, Will of the Wisps, mm. which always tongue ties me. Yeah. Um, came out last year and like got so much praise and everyone was saying how brilliant it was and um so I thought, well I need to play these. Mm. Um I thought I'd start with the first one. Um platformers aren't usually my thing. Yes. Um I don't know why, I just think Yeah, they're not they're not usually for me, they just come across as a little bit empty for me personally. Um they're not so, generally story-driven games. Yeah, they just sort of seem a little bit of, you've just got to get here and 
once you've got here, congrats, you get an item or something. And yeah. Woo, woo, collect some more. And I'm like, uh, well, there's only so much climbing up a mountain and jumping over things that no, I'm that. interested in doing. But enough of the negativity, because I do prefer, tend to prefer 2D platformers to 3D, mm, we've which decided. Is yeah. Um, I think probably because they're more condensed and focused, mm. whereas 3D seems to have a lot more. Oh, you've just got to run across this field to then climb up this thing. And yeah. I'm like, Ugh. They're, they're more linear and more driven. Yeah. I think things come at you quicker and you kind of have to react quicker in the 2D ones. I yeah. Guess. So that's, yeah, I think I probably prefer them. Um, but, so yeah, this one had the advantage of being a 2D platformer. Mm. So I thought, you know what, give it a go. Um, and I really liked it. Right. I don't think I'm one of the people that, you know, will be raving about it for the rest of eternity. Mm. Maybe I need to play the second one because I have heard that that does improve on. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Not like majorly because there's nothing majorly wrong with the first one, but they just apparently add in more like unique abilities and okay. um, stuff like that. Just a, just general quality of life improvements in the game, really. But um, yeah, I think obviously for me, it's not. I'm not necessarily the target audience. Um, it's not my sort of game. But having said that, the fact that I did just sit and play through it in about four days, mm. and it was pretty hard to put down, <laughs> says a lot sign. about it, I'd yeah. say, yeah. I mean, the the art design on it was beautiful, you can't deny that. The music was, like, incredible as well, mm -hmm. and I don't usually pick up on music scores in a game. Right. Um, but from the off, that one gets you. Um, and it was hard. The game was hard and borderline <laughs> incredibly frustrating at times. Like yes. there are some sequences at the end of each sort of main area, if you will. Basically right. you've got to like restore the three separate elements of the forest. Okay. Um and once you've done that you basically have a massive escape sequence mm -hmm. where it focuses mainly on the new skill that you've got from that dungeon, I but see. includes all of them. Right. And it's basically like, okay, you were getting used to using that. Now you have to do everything nigh on perfect without making a mistake for a good two plus minutes each of these <laughs> right, sequences. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you will literally, and there's no saving in it, you will just start from the beginning. Yeah. And oh my god, I nearly through the controller, <laughs> through the screen, so many times, because I'm not a patient person, I do not like dying in games, yeah. and I was like, this is ridiculous. But, it was, because the mechanics work so well, mm. it's fun, like, even though you ha end up doing the same thing, I literally think I tried the first escape sequence about 60, 70 times. Yeesh. Yeah. A lot. Mm. I was, I'm, I'm not good at these games either. <sighs> But, like I said, because it works so well and it feels so satisfying to be able to combine all the movements, like to swing from one thing to then latch onto that wall to then jump across, the, like mm -hmm. to move everything together and to feel like you're actually mastering it feels really satisfying. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, and once you get it, you are just like, <gasps> <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, it does feel pretty good. Um, the only gripe I would have with it um, is that they weirdly mapped some of the same like actions to the same button. Right. No, different actions to the same button. So for example, R T. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Xbox, isn't it? Yeah. R T is um like hold up your a feather so you can like float down areas. Okay. Um, but it's also run up a wall. 
Right. So if you're trying to like run up a wall, but you accidentally press RT slightly before you've got to the wall, you'll just float down next to it, which um, when you're trying to link all these things yeah. pretty quickly, yeah. is damn annoying. Can you run up a wall having taken your feather out? As in if you like let, let go, go of the feather and then jump on, yeah, but then when you're being chased up these mm. things and the water's going to get you and the enemy's firing at you, right. the game doesn't allow too much. Like, yeah, you can get away with it a lot, but there's also a lot of instances where that will just cause you to die. Mm. And you're like, oh, that yeah. wasn't even my fault, I don't think. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I did really enjoy it. I definitely will get around to playing the next one. Yeah. Um, but I think I need a bit of a mental break first because tough platformers <laughs> take their toll on me. <laughs> but I'm really proud that I did it. And I'm yeah. glad that I did because it was a really, really fun experience and something that you can just pick up, play for 10 minutes and uh, yeah, it for the most part worked really well, felt really mm. satisfying and uh, yeah, would recommend. Out of interest, what was the last 2D platformer you played? Uh, I've, I keep replaying through Super Mario World. I thought you'd say that, yeah. Which I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I said, I don't know what it is. Like they just come out and they just don't appeal to me. So mm. I just, I just, I don't really give them much of a try. Like yeah. I need to play that um, Ratchet and Clank that's free at the minute, mm. which we might get to later. Mm. Um, but I haven't played it yet, and I would never have bought it because it doesn't. It's not the sort of thing that appeals to me. But right. now that it's free, maybe. And the fact that Ori was free on Game Pass meant that actually maybe I am going to give these games a try. And yeah, who knows. Maybe next episode I'll be coming on going, oh, I love platformers! <laughs> <laughs> I completely changed the rest yes. of my list. <laughs> Everything is platformers. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I've played a bit. We played a bit of Sackboy on oh, the yeah, PlayStation. Afraid that did nothing for me. <laughs> uh, and I know that's a really popular one. It so. is, though I wouldn't put it in my top games either. Yeah, so. we've played a few like Lego... Star Wars and stuff. That's I, kind of platformy. Yeah, I guess that's platformy. It's got elements of it. It does. It also doesn't do it for me. So. Fair enough. Anyway, Ori, good game. Hmm. Should we move on? Yeah. P. Yeah. Do you want to go first or shall I? Yeah, well, mine's on top, so. You go first. I might need a magnifying glass yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> To see what I'm holding up here. Oh, but the cover of the game cartridge yeah, gives it away. There's only a, one game cartridge that's that cover. It's such a cool game cartridge. So I've gone for Pokemon Sapphire on the Game Boy Advance. Um, mainly because it was the first Pokemon that I owned and played. There's a good reason. Um, yeah, because I think for me, and I'm probably wrong, but this is just the way that I perceive them. Every Pokemon game that I've played, and I've played maybe four or five, mm -hmm. Bar Coliseum seems yeah. to pretty much all be the same. But, they yeah, they're don't not far. differ very much no. at all in terms of story, objectives, the way the maps set out, they definitely the Pokemon take, types, the actions, etc. They definitely take a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, which I'm, I'm not arguing with. I've enjoyed every Pokemon game right. that I've played. But I think, considering I think they're all pretty much of a muchness. Mm. The first one is probably my favourite because that's the one where it was new right. and everything was like, oh, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I had my first Pokemon, which was Trico, my little grass yep. friend. And no one likes the grass Pokemon. I, I did was... a tweet the other week about standing up for the grass Pokemon. Yeah. 
I like the grass Pokemon. <laughs> Shout out to Trico. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have gone for Trico, but never mind. No, not many people would have. No. But anyway. Mm, I think I did go for Trico though, because my parents went for the other two. Oh, fair enough. Well, you sort of had every, to then, don't you? <laughs> yeah, every time there's a new Pokemon out, all three of us get one or other of the Pokemons. And play do you, through do you them have like together. David's grass, your mum's bio, or your dad's? We, we have a on? look. We have a look at um, what the starters are, um, and generally speaking, I ask my parents which ones they like the look of, <laughs> <laughs> and then I get the other one. Yeah, I mean that's literally what I went off. Which one I thought looked coolest, right. and out of those lot, I thought Trico looked coolest. Yeah, and I just like the look of the grass Pokemon. I quite like green as a colour. That's why I'm wearing it. Trico <laughs> support club right here. <laughs> That's um, what you do on your Sundays. Yeah, just go and wave a flag for grass, grass Pokemon on the side of the road. Just right. <laughs> grass Pokemon yeah, support. That makes sense now. Club. Yes, that is my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. But no, just Pokemon in general. Um, I guess I can count here as I seem to think they're all the same. Um, oh, Pokemon in general, that's hard to beat. Well... Yeah, I suppose it's cheating a little bit, but I think they're all the same, so they might as well all be Pokemon <laughs> Sapphire, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you've you've played Sapphire Moon, is that right? Yeah. Colosseum, what other ones? Pearl. Oh yeah. Uh, leaf Green and Fire Red. Oh right, you've done both, have you? Yeah. Oh right. Um, I think. That's all of them. Yeah, I've watched my brother play through most of the Switch one, the Eevee. Oh, right. Go Eevee or whatever it is. Oh, that one. Oh, right. I don't know what it's called. The one we start off with Eevee. Right, okay. I've not um, played that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think those are the ones I've played through. Yeah. Yeah, I've played I've played all of the main the main ones. Um yeah, I mean my favourite one is still Gold Silver. Mm -hmm. Which is the one before yeah. Sapphire Ruby. I think I was slightly too young for those ones when they first came right. out. Right, <laughs> because my first game was Pokemon Yellow. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good place to start, <laughs> really, isn't it? Um, which I don't think I completed until after I got Gold Silver, so I think it was still new enough for me yeah. that they, they scored it. Would you say that they're your favourite then, or do you reckon there's been a better one since that novelty? For the sake of nostalgia, uh, it's still gold silver that's my favorite well specifically silver that's my favorite yeah for the sake of actually being a good game i think um well for the sake of an argument ultra moon is probably okay probably the best one um because it actually bothered to have a story yeah you've said this a few times because <laughs> i keep saying that pokemon like as much as i do love it this is not necessarily a criticism mm. it's just where i think it falls short a lot is that I reckon they could put so much more real story into it. Yeah, they because could as far definitely. as I see it, the story is basically you've got to catch them all, be the best Pokemon trainer, you know, beat the gyms, beat the Elite Four. And take and, out the villains. Yeah, take out Team Rocket or Team whatever they want. <laughs> Reskinned Team Rocket. Yeah, basically. Mm. Whatever they want to be called. Yeah. Team Bad Guys. And that's sort of it. Mm. It seems kind of linear, you know what's going to happen before it's happened. I agree. There's never anything surprising or really new in them. No. And I think because the gameplay is so good mm. and 
the concept of Pokemon itself is just a brilliant concept. Right. If they had a story to match, it, it would probably be one of... I mean, it already is one of the best series, right. but it would, it take would it. elevate it. It really would. Yeah. I was I was so excited when um, when Moon and Sun actually bothered to have a story, and then the next game was going to be out on Switch, and I was like, they could they could so easily put in a good story on this one. It's the first time they've had the processing power to get it down. Yeah. <laughs> and then, my God, was it disappointing <laughs> when they released a game where the story is happening to someone else. Right. <laughs> you your your entire life is going from gym to gym. And something interesting happens, but it's over there, and they're dealing with it. Or it's over there, but and you're rushing to go and help, and then the leader of the Elite Four shows up and is like, "Yeah, I'll deal with it. Don't you worry. Go on, get on back with the gyms." It's like I want some story. I want to help. <laughs> I'm bored of gyms. Yeah, that is where I think they come short. Mm. But, um... They just they just waved it in front of your nose over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> and I do think. <laughs> They're quite easy. Mm. They could up the difficulty on them because, they could, yeah. like, the fact that all the gyms are just one type. Like, so say you're going to take on Brock. If you just rock up with one water type uh -huh. or grass type Pokemon, uh -huh. rock up, love it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, I meant that, guys. Totally meant that. <laughs> if you rock up to the rock gym with one water Pokemon, you're just going to steamroll it. Yeah, and it's like. The only people that really offer a challenge is your like rival person at the start because mm. they start with the main Pokemon that is effective against your yeah. starter. Apart from that, they're, they're kind of easy, I think. <laughs> they, 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 yeah. Um, which does get a bit annoying when. I mean, it's the trade-off between requiring the person to train up for hours on end before they can do a gym and ease of play. Well, maybe that's why they need a bit more story, so that you can level yeah. up your Pokemon yeah. without just You're right, walking through grass for five minutes, trying to fight a whole load of level two zigzagoons. Mm. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> They're really annoying. Um, anyway, before we move on from Pokemon, we should probably talk about, um, well, I'm guessing, yeah, we've both seen the new release. Oh, the new one, yes. Yeah, the open world prospect Arceus. of a Pokemon. Yeah, or I, I Arceus, don't, however you say it. I don't know, I'm glad you said it. I'm just going to call it the new open world <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks exciting anyway. I like the idea of the, you know, I mean, they showed us the screenshot of it and the, the Pokeballs had latches on them. Oh, details. No, but, you know, I just like the idea of going back in time. Because one of the films did that. One of the films went back before Pokeballs, actually. Okay. Um, and did like it was a when when uh, people used Pokemon as sort of uh, troops, basically, and they'd they'd fight wars with Pokemon. Mm. Um, I can't remember most of the film, but basically, um, you know, someone reawakens the Pokemon that puts a stop to it all. I can't remember even whether these are Arceus or not. Someone's going to be really annoyed at me for my pronunciation. But... Yeah, I know. We're going to say many people going, who are these two idiots? Why are they even? <laughs> it's Arceus, you idiot. Stop it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you can't know everything. No. Um, yeah, but it looks exciting. Yeah. I hope they do a good job with it. Yeah, well, the only, the only thing that we were slightly concerned by was that in that first trailer 
gameplay, mm. whatever, reveal. It showed the character basically like walking through a big open field, encountering a Pokemon, and then just throwing oh, yeah. a Pokeball, almost Pokemon Go style, mm. not actually having to fight Find the Pokemon it. to like weaken it at yeah. all. Which I just I hope that that's if it's that weak, you can just outright catch it. Yeah. So if it if, if it is your level two Zigzagoon, right. you can just chuck a ball at it. That's but fine. But if it's... you're not coming up against your Kyogre? Yes, Kyogre. Kyogre. Our pronunciations are terrible. <laughs> but yeah, or Groudon, yes. the Ruby version. Mm. Um, and then just throwing a ball and it being alright. That would be very disappointing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they won't, because that's a big part of the Pokemon gameplay, is actually mm. being able to master catching I think, them. I think so. they know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, they should do. They've been at it long enough. They have. <laughs> Again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think a lot of people have wanted it for a while, so it does look like a really cool, mm, exciting thing. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed it's better than Sword Shield. I don't have Switch, so I'll have to get one. Yeah, <laughs> it would be worth it. Yeah, it would. Anyway. Right. My, my choice of P. And Box, I've gone boxing or boxy, all? boxy. <laughs> the original Paper Mario on the N64. Um... And people are going to be annoyed with me for not choosing Thousand Year Door over it, but never mind. Um, <laughs> Your opinion, David. I love an RPG Mario. <laughs> RPG Mario just makes so much sense to me. Um, and the paper aspect of it was just inspired. Um, I don't know who came up with it, but it just allows for so much ingenuity in level design, com comedy, um, you know... Uh, Abilities. Abilities, stuff, yeah. right. Um, and, you know, all the all the levels are really creative. It's, you know, you've got a, there's a volcano, there's a haunted mansion, there's a, a, a uh, tropical island, the inside of a toy box. Yeah, of <laughs> um, course. <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, the moon is on Thousand Year Door. Bowser's Castle, then. Classic. And there's the there are more I can't remember. Oh, a desert as well with pyramids, which is quite fun. Um, but it's and I'm also a sucker for turn-based battle systems, no matter where they are. Um, and Mario add, Paper Mario adds that little bit extra by making it a um, you have to time your button presses. Okay. So if you Do you you can choose between. Uh, hitting people with a hammer or jumping on them. Those are your basic attacks. <laughs> yes. And if you if you jump on them, you to get more damage done, you want to press A just as you land on them. Yeah. Um, and you can get various upgrades, which means that you can use one of your some some MP basically mm. um, to do say jumping on them over and over again oh, as really? long as you can press A on them <laughs> or until you jump on them about six times. Um, and you know the hammer is hold the control stick back until the lights light up and then let go and he'll hit it harder. Oh wow! Um, so it just adds that little bit extra. It's not like Final Fantasy's thing where it's like the ATB bar which just goes up, which yeah. adds a little bit of you know time pressure. But yeah, um, it's just it's more fun than that. So what you physically had to hold the control the N sixty four controller. No, 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 no. I was going to say. No, you hold the control stick back. Right, the way you were doing it, I was like, I was, that's I was, not a thing. I, I was you just got Mario. an attached rumble pack <laughs> for the N64, I was going to 
this is, this is not this a is, Wii game. This is some futuristic stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not right. this time. Understood. Good lord, that really confused me no. for a second then. I was like, um, why, why are there more people raging about this? This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Motion controls on the N64. Not quite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and it's got a proper story which fleshes out Bowser above everything else oh, really yeah. quite well. And you get to play as you get to play as Peach for sections of it. Okay. Um, it's I think again it's Thousand Year Door where you get to actually play as Bowser for for a few sections. I think that's I think right. It might be. Is it that one? I know. I'm, I don't know. No, it is. I'm pre I think it's the original where you play as Bowser for a while. He's on the front cover as a paper thing. Oh yeah, but he steals the princess. <laughs> Obviously, wouldn't be a Mario game if he hadn't. Maybe it's not. Anyway, either Let way. Let us know. Again, we have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> And I've not played it for a good 10, 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's the character of that game is great. Yeah. Um, as for why not Thousand Year Door, I suspect it's nostalgia. Yeah. Um, Thousand Year Door is a very good game and it does add more to the mix. You get these sort of origami powers where you can, Mario folds himself up into, a, say, a boat and you can go across the yeah. water. Um, or a paper plane and you can fly across certain spaces. Um, you know, it's really clever, but I just... I, I think that's the one I've played, because that was GameCube, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I, I preferred, think I I preferred the, um, uh, the, the sort of the landscape and the, the general aesthetic of the first one. Okay. That was basically the difference, I think. And I didn't really like the, um, the villain in the second game either. It was just a bit sort of out of the blue. Oh, right. Didn't have any background. Oh, it disappeared? Yeah. Through the thousand year door? No. <laughs> no? No, he oh, wants right. to open the thousand oh, year okay. door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I ever fully played through it. I never completed it, but I got far enough through it that I knew what was going to happen. Sure, maybe yes. it was a mega twist at the no, end. No, because I watched the YouTube oh. video. <laughs> <laughs> the classic David game. Yeah, I've not sorry. played the game, but I watched someone else do it on YouTube. <laughs> I got to the last level. I think that counts as further than I got, I think. Um, um, but it's just a shame that the latest, later Paper Mario games just absolutely ruined the whole thing. <laughs> they really did. The Wii version, Super Paper Mario, is just a 2D platformer with some of the gimmicks of, of paper. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you you just jump on top of enemies and they take damage. Oh. The only thing that makes it Paper Mario is that it's 2D and then you can press a button and the screen will turn around and it becomes 3D for a period of time and then it'll mm. snap back to 2D again. Oh, right. So you can find hidden stuff in the landscape yeah. by doing that and, um, you know, end up somewhere else that you wouldn't have been able to get on the 2D version. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it's it's a gimmick rather than paper, proper Paper Mario. Yeah. Um, then they made Sticker Star on the 3DS, which abolished XP as a system. Just taking it away from being an RPG, really. And meant that you had to use all of your attacks for stickers in that game, which were items that you could pick up. Okay. And you had to use them to do any damage at all. Which meant that it completely disincentivized fighting at all. Yeah, because you'd use up all, you'd of, use the up items all of your items. Oh, right. So you might as well keep it for a boss. Cool, yeah. Sounds fun. And there's no <laughs> point in leveling up because you can't. Wow. So I didn't get that at all. Um, then there was the paint one, which I haven't actually played, which might be good. I don't know. Maybe 
you'll have to try it. Maybe it's the one day. Can't remember when we came out on the Switch. No, it's not. I didn't hear good things oh. about it. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe leave it then. <laughs> yeah, I think that probably Maybe just will. stick with the first two and enjoy them. Just go back to the originals, Nintendo, please. <laughs> oh. At least we've got Mario and Luigi. They're good games. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you wanted to talk about some other pieces as well. Yes, runners-up are uh, Pikmin. That's a good game. It's It's... Astonishingly hard game, and you've got to be quite heartless to play it. Yeah. Because you've got, you know, you sort of fall in love with the Pikmin, but and and for the start of the game, you can get away without basically losing any of them. Yeah. It's not that difficult to start with. You've you've just got to make sure that at the end of the day, you know, you don't leave any behind on the planet. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. But I don't know. Later in the game, you end up just throwing them at creatures and you know that a lot of them are going to get picked to pieces. Sacrificing your poor Pikmin. Yeah. Um, and I've never actually finished one. Oh right. I've never played one. Have you not? No, my cousins, um, well I know one of my cousins in particular, Lorraine, loved Pikmin, mm. probably still does. Um, she'd always be going on about them, but I never, yeah, never, mm. never tried them. I lied actually, I completed Pikmin 3 before I sold the Wii U. Grass. Thanks. <laughs> um, but that was a slightly easy game. I just, I love the concept of, um, you know, not only are you this sort of space explorer exploring a, a, well, I think it's supposed to be Earth. Right. Um, Some version of Earth. Right, because you find all of this human detritus around the place. Okay. Um, and that's what makes it so good, is that, you know, in the second game particularly, you find stuff like a battery. Right. And Oliver has no idea what yeah. it is. And you just, you know, use your Pikmin to carry these these giant things back to your <laughs> ship. Um, and it's just like, you know, these strange explanations for what it is. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. So it sounds like it's the charm and the humour of the is. games yeah. that make them, really. Yeah, and the different Pikmin doing, being able to do different things is really quite clever mm. as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's a, a close runner. And then the other one, of course, is Portal, which was very close. I nearly chose Portal instead of Paper Mario. Mm. Um, I love those games, both of both Portal Portal 1 and 2. I mean, it is GLaDOS, the, the <laughs> robot voice. Yeah, um, it just rips you to shreds every who, like, yeah, five seconds. Exactly, who, who runs <laughs> the... He calls you an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the enrichment centre. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm wearing a Portal t-shirt, is it? Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was, see, we've matched our outfits mm. to what we're talking about. Absolutely, yes, that oh, was this totally is, this planned. This is the high-level professional production Absolutely. you get with this, uh, yeah. this content. Yeah. Wow. I know. We spoil you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I hope that they make another one. Um, How many have there been? Two. Two. And I wouldn't be surprised if the next one is a VR game, which would be pretty cool. Given what Oh, they've... God, I think that would make me ill. You have a point, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> want not. that in VR. You'd be jumping through those portals. And yeah. Oh, right. Just imagine your heart like, going maybe, up into your throat. Maybe a VR option, then. Maybe a VR, but the, when you jump through the portals and you're upside stomach. down and you're... Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh my god, they could release it with a limited edition sick ball. <laughs> Yikes. Yep. I think we're putting them off the idea of the portal VR. Maybe. Um, but either way, just release yeah. another one, Val. Go on. 
They're great games. Uh, see, for me, I've played them like a bit mm. co-op with you. Yeah. And I can do them in like 15, 20 minute stints. Mm. But again, I don't know what it is. It just seems a little bit samey. Right. Just do the same thing. Keep I mean, doing that. Like you just put your portal there, try and get it to the try and find this thing. You should, like I get that it's a cool concept and it's it's got a good humour and it's fun in co op. Yeah. But would I ever want to just sit there just trying to get I don't know, it comes back to that platformer thing for right. me where it's just like the aim is to just get over there. Bravo. Both games And I'm just like, oh, I can do that for a bit, but do I wanna commit Hours on end, right. just repeatedly doing I mean, the that, thing is, really. is that Portal 1 was about six hours long, yeah, so it never really quite gets old, yeah. Portal 2, I think they knew that if they just did another one like that, it would get old, mm. so they put enough of a story in and took you outside of the testing rooms mm. and made it an exploration game as much as it was a, a puzzle game, mm. which kept it interesting all the way through. Yeah. And they actually had character in it as well. Like, yeah. beyond just GLaDOS throwing insults at <laughs> you. Just being abused. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can I can certainly see the appeal, and it is an awesome concept, and mm. the physics does work really well in it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think just personally for me, it's when there's so much else that I could be playing, I'm just like, that's not what I want to be doing. Fair really. enough. So, yeah. That's not a criticism, because like I said... A lot of people love them, and I'm probably not the target audience because it's not the sort of game that I go for. Right. It's like me trying to say that a racing game is bad, but yeah. I don't really like ra racing games. Apart from Mario been... Kart. Yeah. <laughs> or me going, oh, that horror game's terrible because it scares me. Mm. That's just dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. Basically, don't listen to my opinion on platformers because if I say it's bad, then it's probably great. <laughs> um, right, should we move on to Q? Yeah. And that's done. <laughs> <laughs> We've never played any games beginning with Q. I Remind, don't mind, neither of nope. us, which is bad. I can only think of like one, like Quake. Yeah, which neither of us. I've played Quake RTX and that was a demo. I don't think it counts. Yeah, let's not, let's not talk about the <laughs> experience of a random demo. No. Like, I was talking to my mum and she's like, oh, surely there's some quest something. But it's always like something, something quest. Something quest, yeah. It's yeah. just the quest. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no cues. So, no. R. Yeah. I think we have shortchanged them now. Yeah, that's why we're putting R in there. Right, cool. So, you can't have Q, but you can have an R. <laughs> which which I mistake. think is a better letter anyway. Oh, I agree. It's not so needy. Yeah. Q's always need a U. Right. And you R's can chuck you, what you want after you it. You can draw it in a single line. Yes. Yeah. Much better letter. Can't do that with Q's. Living Q's. We're English, we should like Q's. <laughs> yeah. We have spent way too long on a letter that we have not played a game for. Well, let's stop then. Okay, stop. Go. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, Tools of Destruction. Don't give it away. Okay, sorry, I've got to wave it at oh. Ratchet and Clank, Tools of Destruction. <laughs> <laughs> um... I love this game. It's 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 another in the same vein as Paper Mario. It's a whimsical platformer. Um, the comedy in it is great. The uh, it's it's more of an action-packed game. It's a um, platformer 
largely a third-person shooter-y one mm-hmm. um, that has got some melee combat in it as well. Um, and you are the last of the Wombaxes, which are a race of sort of um, um, <laughs> furry creatures. Things. <laughs> with big ears. Yes. Uh, kind of look cute. Yes, exactly. Cool looking. Yeah. Um, and you go around uh, the galaxy with your uh, friendly robot called Plank, and um, usually there's some big bad in the galaxy that you're trying to take down. In this case, uh, it's a um, funny squiddy creature in a fishbowl. Sounds terrifying. Mm. <laughs> He's got a suit of armour that makes him terrifying. Ah. Um, the Emperor Tachyon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, is that the guy with the fish bowl That's him. suit of armour? Yes. Oh, right, okay. Um, but... Honestly, I mean, the gameplay is great. The the variety of weapons that you get, like, it's just so clever. So you start off with your blaster, and all of the weapons sort of get better as you use them. Right. So the blaster goes from being a single-fire weapon to firing two at once to firing five at once. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, and, you know, you get things like a, um, a an electric net that you can fire at enemies. You can uh, throw a disc- disco ball at them, which oh, will make all yes. of the enemies start dancing spontaneously. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can fire uh, little mini robots at them that sort of pop out and start attacking them from all sides. Oh, I'd be pressing the wrong button, I think. It's, it, you just switch <laughs> weapons. It's not. Oh, like it's, okay, right, okay, that's fair. They're not all mapped to different controller buttons. Okay, good, yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, you go around the different planets, and it plays quite similar to um, a Lego game in terms of smash everything, pick up nuts and bolts. Yeah. Um, Do you use those to upgrade the weapons, or is it just yes, the weapons? Yes, no, no you, put, you use them to use buy them. new weapons. Okay, and the they, weapons literally just say you as used you use them, them enough, killed enough enemies, they yeah. get better. Yeah. I'll be yeah. My favorite my favorite thing about them though is got to be Captain Quark. Yeah. Who is? That's a cheese. Oh, sorry. Quark. Is it? Mhm. It's also a really posh duck. It is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It's a cheese that you can put in smoothies to thicken them up. Interesting. Yeah. My dad will be proud that I did that because he always tells me to put Quark in smoothies. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is? I mean, he's he's. This really overconfident sort of adventurer come um, president of of the of the planet. Yeah. Um, and he's just stupid. <laughs> um, With a name like that, you probably would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it it just brings so much entertainment to the whole game. Mm. Is he a villain or? No, he's just he's not. Just he's he's just there. He's he he sort of just crops up every now and then and and. Comic relief. Right, there you go. Um, um, yeah. So why that one specifically? As opposed to the other Ratchet and Clanks? Yeah. in um, Time was very close in second. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just, I didn't, that added um, sort of a, a mechanic where you control your spaceship around a sort okay. of a, a, a big area with asteroids and stuff in it and you could land on planets yeah. via that okay and that was just a bit boring okay fair enough um you know i i liked 
there, there was like a radio that you could listen to. Yeah. And some of the characters from um, from uh, Tools of Destruction would turn up. It was a pirate, and um, who who you take you leave him as a as a head on a stick in that game. Oh, <laughs> and he and his nice. first mate are just chatting on the radio in the in the follow up game. Impressive. Mm. Well, he's a robot, oh, so right. doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, chat away as much as he wants to. Um, but he does bemoan the fact that he's a head on a stick quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's um, probably not best pleased about that. So that's entertaining, but just just the stuff that you have to do whilst in that mode is stuff like, you know, fetch quests and um, tail an asteroid around or take out a whole load of enemies in the spaceship. And it's just a bit dull. It doesn't really add anything to the game. Mm -hmm. um, so although I, I prefer the actual ground gameplay of, of um, Kraken Time, I would go for Tools of Destruction over that. The earlier games, they've been developed on so much in Tools of Destruction that going back to them feels like a step back yeah. to me. I mean, I know a lot of people absolutely loved those games when they came out and will argue the toss with me on that forever. Yeah. Um, but I suspect that it's a nostalgia thing again. Yeah. Um, and that was the first Ratchet & Clank that I played, Tools of Destruction. Yeah. So that will be my excuse yeah. for that. I mean, if you come into a series and it's at a certain level, mm. playing the, the prequels exactly. when they haven't got some of the things that you love does seem a little bit of a step back. Yeah. But, so for me, not played a Ratchet & Clank mm. ever, never appealed to me right. as a platformer. Yeah. Um, but, like we said, it's free Yes. Um, on PlayStation. Or was. I don't think it is anymore. Is it not? I think the month months passed, doesn't it? No, no, it wasn't a monthly thing. Oh, it was, it was not? their um, like their stay at home. So it's not a PS Plus, oh, right. it's for okay. anyone who's got the PlayStation mm, can me. download it and keep it. Um, so, which obviously I've done, I'm not saying no to a free no. game. Um, and I will play it because so many people have, you know. Yeah. Sang its yeah, praises, the one, the one so that you've got should is, I be excited? Yeah, it's the one that you've got is a remake of the first game. Yeah. And it's a proper remake, it's not just a remaster. Okay. Um, so, yeah, no, it's really good. They've rebalanced it, they've, um, you know, brushed it up so you would barely recognise it. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's a very good game. It's a shorter one, which might, in you know, it's, 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 it's compared to the others, a bit shorter and sweeter, I suppose. Okay probably good as an introduction to the series. It is. Yeah, it's a good introduction. Especially for me, someone yeah. who gets, who doesn't want to spend if, too much time if you, the same it's, thing. It's an if you like that, try the others. That sounds like a good start. Because the others, the others I prefer, but that is certainly very good. And as a free free thing, yeah. absolutely go for it. No, stay tuned. Like we said, maybe I'll have played this mm. by next week. I won't have. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And I'll be all about the platformers again. Yeah. Um, R, 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 R. Oh yeah, mine. Yes. So mine was a difficult one, doing this and a game that I'll get to probably towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, but I chose the game Rise of Nations mm. in the end, which is basically a real-time uh, empire, civilization building uh, strategy game. Um, it was the first game of that sort that I played because my dad does a lot of um D and D and he's had um he still stays in contact with like his friends that he played D and D with at uni, which is pretty impressive because no offence to my dad, that was a while ago. <laughs> and um we used to like meet up every say three or four years on New Year's and we'd like rent this massive right. house with 
all the D&D people would be there with their wives and kids, you know, it'd just be madness. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we were in Wales. Don't know why I remember it was Wales. I was like, oh, foreign country. <laughs> it was exciting. <laughs> After foreign parts, I am. <laughs> yeah, it was exciting going to Wales. Um, and one of my dad's friends was playing it on his computer. And you know like when you're a little kid and you're sat, and it just sat there and you're watching and you're like, oh, I'll do this. And he was trying to explain it, bless him. But he had more patience than I would have mm. had, I reckon. Um, and he was, must have been quite late game because he was explaining that he was building this oil rig so that he could, you know, build some more tanks and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I was like, oh, you need to build the oil rigs. And I was like, yeah, I've got it, got it, got it. And then I think the next day he must have, like, started a new game and mm -hmm. he was there. And I was like, you need to build the oil rigs. And he's like, <laughs> I literally am, like, I've not even got archers yet. Like, <laughs> like just, just, and I was like... I don't understand you were having oil rigs. <laughs> bless him. He, man he obviously managed to explain it because by the end of that holiday, I was like playing it on his computer mm -hmm. and vaguely understanding it. And then we had two computers, cool, weren't we? Mm. In our dining room when I was younger. And I used to, we had two copies of this game or one was installed or something. It meant that we could play it. And we used to play it across um, like LAN. Right. With um, my friend down one end of the dining room and me down the other, and we'd be like playing it together. Yeah. It was one of the coolest experiences. Like, I think that was my like first experience of playing a game online, where like obviously as opposed to split screen, where you could have the whole screen to yourself yes. and do what you wanted to, and just if your friend was there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just like to this day I play it. Like, didn't you buy it for a whole lot of our friends and stuff? Yeah. But have we even played it yet? Once. <laughs> Once. I need to play it more because it's such a good game. Um, I think I prefer it to games like Civilization because of the whole real time. So right. I find in Civ that, especially late game when there's a lot of moves for people to do, especially if they're at war, mm. you can just be waiting right. for a bit too much. Whereas this is obviously real time, you are constantly building stuff, mm -hmm. constantly doing stuff. Um, I think it's easier, like it's not as um, far-reaching as Civ. Like I think no, to master not. civilization, you need to know a hell of a lot about that game and what the intricacies mm. of each building and its upgrades and areas etc. do. And what each civilization can do. Yeah. Um, whereas this, like, has those aspects. Don't go wrong. Like, each civilization has certain things. You have to build certain buildings to be getting more resources mm. to build this stuff like it's a really in-depth detailed game but it it just it comes across as more simple and accessible so that like anyone could sort of do it and it makes sense right. but it's still complex enough that to fully master it and get the most out of it and be producing everything at the level that you want mm -hmm. you have to like know what you're doing right um also, the game design's like really cool. Like you can um, zoom in to like look at all your individual buildings, and mm -hmm. like graphically, it's actually there's so much detail in each building. Right. And for it change like all the buildings and everything change depending on what civilization you are. So like the style and structure, mm -hmm. of literally every building will change. Yeah. Um, like you can set so many different commands as well. So you can put your soldiers on like patrols but not just in like a straight line. So whereas Civ, I found, obviously with the grid sort of mm -hmm. layout, you can either go, like you can just move across the grid, basically. Yes. Whereas this is just an open world, you can go where you want in it. Um, so you can um, 
set your troops to go wherever there's like cliffs and stuff so you can set them patrolling the top of the cliff so oh, right. if anyone comes under they can fire on them and um that's pretty yeah cool. there's loads of different game modes like there's the classic just free for all mm -hmm. and then there's one uh, barbarians at the gates where you can just set the whole ai just to be focused on just taking you down and oh, you really? have to defend yeah. for a certain amount of time right um there's an assassin mode where you get given a specific target that you have to take out and once you take them out, you get a new target, mm. uh, which means that obviously you've got to be mindful of defending against whoever's got you. Right. Um, it's still got the level of like alliances um, and like friendship bonuses, trading with other nations. Mm. So it is a detailed game, okay. but um, I think the fast paced and just more free and simpler nature of it just right. makes it for me. As far as I know, you haven't played Age of Empires. I haven't, no. Which I think I probably should, because that looks more like the Rise of Nations type. It's thing, very, so. very similar to Rise of Nations. Mm. Age of Empires 3 um, is what I was playing with my uni mates. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very similar to Rise of Nations. That's the, that's the reason I haven't played it. Right. It's because I'm like, well, I've already got Rise of Nations, which I adore. Yeah. And I've never got bored or fed up of it so right. I've never felt the need necessarily like I've got Civ because a lot more people have that so I've got mm. that to be able to play and well, it's no, a more a different, different game. game um but yeah Age of Empires just looks like it's so similar to Rise of Nations that I've, like, I've got one of those that I love already right. do I need to spend money on Fair getting enough. it like, yeah I, I would love it I'm sure it's it goes a bit more in depth than Rise of Nations does so Rise of Nations goes all the way from uh well sort of Stone Age yeah. To Starts atomic the bomb. Ancient age. Yeah. To the information age. Right. And beyond. Um, <laughs> whereas um, uh, Age of Empires sort of stops around about aeroplanes, I think. To be fair, I'd probably like that because I usually set Rise of Nations to cut off mm. at this like the primitive biplane era. Right. Because it just becomes too much for me to yeah. think about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but but yeah, in terms of sort of harvesting materials, trying to grab resources before other people get them, enlarging your um, territory, mm. it's a very similar game. Yeah, no, I, I there's no doubt that I would probably love Age of mm. Empires as well, um, but just because I've got something that satisfies all of those right. boxes already, and I can't see it adding too much more to that, right. I haven't been justified in. No, getting it or trying it um but yeah i'm sure if age of empires had been the game that my dad's friend was playing right. rather than rise of nations it would have been the other way around right um but yeah i love rise of nations mm. it's got a good good place in my heart like i said i think just the memories of playing it across our dining room for like entire weekends on end is just yeah a really good one yeah <laughs> so that's my choice yeah um, but then we wanted to go to some other R's because there's probably some people. A few shout outs. Yeah, literally screaming at literally screaming at us because uh -huh. um, we haven't chosen a Resident Evil. Yeah, and this is one we agree on. Yeah. We well. I think. Both of us like five. Yeah, because, <laughs> because I've played five and it's not like scary. Mm. Because it's not scary. I doubt with I could deal with it. So it's, yeah, we played five co-op, didn't we? Uh, we didn't. I played it. I played it with Steve, and you played it with someone else. I think. I think I played it with my brother then. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
yeah, I really enjoyed Five because, like, I'm not going to say I'm a Resident Evil expert, so I'm not no, going to claim... I know that apparently Six was a disappointment, Four's very good. Yeah. Pretty much the rest are very good as well. Yeah. Um, but, so I'm just going to assume that Five was meant to be a good game. But from my opinion <laughs> on Five, I really liked it. It yeah. was, um, yeah, like, the co-op aspect of it, I thought... That just made it. Yeah, it? was brilliant. Um... And because it, it it was weird. It was that weird, like hot, I almost island setting, wasn't it? Like jungly island. Setting. Parts of it were, yeah. So there were like these, um, like the zombies were all there, and like I don't know. It, it was almost like I felt like uh, there was one area that looked like Bora Bora. Do you know the bit I was on about where it was like the sea, and it had like the um, ladders coming out that you had to like on the wooden hut the oh, classic image it. of Bora right. Bora it yes, looked okay. like that and I just thought I it was so weird that there were all these zombies like right but then they were also like human zombies that sounds dumb but in a way that they were just they wouldn't just be mindless they sort of they'd have their area to sort of be in and mm. chill in and almost like they had a job and a purpose rather right. than just meandering yeah. around zombieing yeah I did. Um, I did find it strange that at the end of that game, the zombies got guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, they seemed they were quite intelligent zombies. Yeah, they were. Um, but they weren't scary. And it they, wasn't like they also drove vehicles. Game. Yeah, that's what I mean about them being humany zombies. Mm. That's what that. Yeah, you've kind of summed that yeah. up better than I did. Um, but I think the main thing that made it an accessible Resident Evil for someone like me is that it wasn't suspenseful there wasn't mm. any times where you're going through those narrow corridors where the camera's like because it had like the basically the free camera you yeah. look what you wanted it wasn't like locked in one area so that it right. could focus your attention make you feel that sense of restricted and mm. like because i think what makes horror a lot of the time is you feeling almost powerless and you feeling right. like you're at the mercy of what's hiding in these areas yeah. whereas i, mean, I never they... felt that in what they like to do with a fixed camera is make it so you know that you can't see what's around the exactly. next corner yeah. and you feel like you're being watched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Resident Evil 5 was so not a scary game. Yeah. And that's coming from me who's terrified of everything. Yeah. That I just enjoyed it as a game. But if you wanted right. to play it as a horror, it's mm. probably not done its job as a no, horror. No, 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 no. Um, and I can't really comment on the rest of the Resident Evils. Six, six was an action game. Yeah, that's like, that's what I've heard about it. Is that it, it was it was trying it basically tried to be a thriller. Couldn't you literally like RKO somebody in it? Like, yeah, you just could. Just yeah. swing yourself at their neck and be like, oh. yep, yep, that does happen. <laughs> just sounds wild. Um, and it was sort of fun to play, but not for the reasons that it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, it was just ridiculous. If you took it, if you imagined it wasn't a Resident Evil game, it would probably be fairly entertaining. No. No? No, it's because it was a Resident Evil game that wasn't a Resident Evil game that it was entertaining. Okay. Um, had it been called anything else, it would have just been a bit shit. Oh, right. <laughs> I've not <laughs> um, played Six, so I, I don't know. It was just the ridiculousness of it that made it fun to play, I think. Are you going to play Village? No. Looks too scary for me. Yeah, same. <laughs> Um, I love a, I love a sort of. It looks good. It I does love, look good. Like I love a tension game, 
but I don't love a jump scare. Oh, I can't do a jump scare. I don't understand. Like, if I know there's going to a chance that something's going to come out of that door, mm. why would I walk towards that? Right, door? I'm going home now. Thank yeah, you. I'm turning this console <laughs> off. Yeah, and I'm putting something else in. Yeah, I like my heart can't take that. Mm. I don't understand. I would love to because it honestly it, it looks like a really good game, and the other Resident Evils look like very good games. Right. Um, but I'm sorry, I can't get on board because. Too scary. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's our. We thought we had to mention it because it's such a big right. series. Um, but yeah, our uh, experience of it is fairly limited, I'd say. Very so. Um, we also thought we had to mention Red Dead Redemption, which we should probably get ready for a really old school comment here, old school internet forum comment. Mm -hmm. Get the flame shields out. <laughs> I've never played a Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And I have, and it didn't grip me. Oh, weren't a fan. It's a tough one, because on paper, Red Dead, both of them, well, I've not played the early ones, I've played Red Dead... Red Dead Redemption mm -hmm. on the 360, and I've seen a lot, most of the story and gameplay of Red Dead Redemption 2, right. which looked more like something that I would have enjoyed because it looked a little bit more fast-paced, I want to say. They're never, they've never been fast-paced games. They no. are slow, open-world games, but they're meaningful. Like, the story right. in 2 was brilliant. Um, and, to be honest, if I hadn't watched basically actually play the entire story, mm -hmm. I would probably do it myself. But right, one okay. of the big pulls for that sort of game is the story yeah. and knowing what's going to happen. It wouldn't have that same impact no, on me. Okay. So I, I'm, And the gameplay for Red Dead isn't good enough, in my opinion, to make me want to go back. Because mm. what I remember from when I played the first, because I played it quite a fair bit like um, of that game, but the shooting me like mechanism in it I yeah. think in both is just god awful. Oh really? Like, it's so hard to control. Mm. Um, you've basically just got like your dot on the screen that can go anywhere, and it's like, oh, it's, just, it's really hard to control okay. the shooting in it. And right. I just found that sort of frustrating when I first played. And it's so open, and I don't know, it just it, it was a bit too slow for my that's, liking. That's what put me off was mm. the size of the open. I've I've been burned too many times by big open worlds. Mm. And, you know, when I heard that there were, you know, two studios working together to make this world as big as they could possibly make it, I thought, oh, no. Well, Red Dead, <laughs> I think two looks like it had more to the world. Right. Whereas one had a lot of big open bits that you'd go through without really seeing much. Okay. Um, which was kind of boring. Mm. Um, and like I said, the, the gameplay itself with the shooting, I, I couldn't master. Right. I found picky and difficult okay um but i know that like because on paper it's the game for me basically like a cowboy wild west open world you know mm -hmm. action adventure type game right. where you can um like upgrade different parts of your character and everything sounds like everything that i love in a game mm -hmm. but i just couldn't get to grips with red dead which right. is a shame but like i said having watched ashley play two and he really enjoyed it i i can I can certainly see the appeal of them. Mm. Um, they're beautiful. The story, like I said, 
was brilliant. The characters were brilliant. Right. Um, so yeah, I can't. I'm not just fully criticizing it, but it's just something that I couldn't. I struggled to get into. Yeah. Despite really wanting to. It's made the runners up list. Yeah, it has. It's. Yeah. It, I, I'm not going to say it's a bad game because it's absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely a good game, but just slightly too slow and mm. uh, difficult controls me. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and finally, yes, the game that was my actual, actual runner-up. Runner up. I, I spent quite a while tossing up between uh, Runners of Nations and this. Um, I don't know, is it a bit of a random one? Feels a bit random. Well, a little bit, but I think but, some of mine have been very random. Well, so yeah, for that's, it. that's true. Uh, <laughs> Red Faction Guerrilla, mm. um, which I picked up on the Xbox 360. Um, and that game is amazing. So basically, it's got a physics engine that lets you just destroy everything. Like any building in the game. You can destroy. You basically have like this massive hammer. Right. Like it's it's um guns as well. Like yeah. to take out the enemies and stuff. Although you can whack them with your hammer, which is, is very satisfying. Third person game. Oh god! Now you're asking. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Okay. I think it's first person because I don't remember what the character you played as looked like. Okay, fair enough. I think it's first person, but I might be wrong. I think it's first person. Um, in fact, you know, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but basically, yeah, you're on, I think it's Mars. Right. Um, and there's like the the EDF, the some sort of energy type company people. It's a long time ago I played this. <laughs> the EDF are a real energy company. No, these are they're in the game, that's what they're called. Yeah, what is it in real life? It is, there it's is one. EDF. No, but I'm sure that's what they're called in okay, sure. the game. <laughs> Carry on. This, we're going like, to get sued now yeah. for saying, okay, the bad guys in the game may or may not be EDF, but I'm sure they are. Um, yeah, they, um, you basically not sort of leave, need to liberate the areas that they've sort of taken mm -hmm. under control and right. almost enslaved sort of the population. It's humans out there, it's, it's not okay. actual Martians or anything like right. that. Um, so obviously the gorilla aspect is that you're just, you are the smaller non-organised army and your actions are basically going to their bases, sabotaging yeah, them, so destroying it's, them. It's so, yeah, that, yeah, basically. Um, but that's throughout the game. Um, and it's just so satisfying to be able, because you can go up and like whack out all the foundations of a building and just watch it crumble and topple mm. and just kill all the enemies that were stood on it or under <laughs> it or anything like that. Right. Um, if you want to get somewhere, whack through the wall. Mm. Go for okay. it. Um, it's, got, it's an open world, which I love, because it and it has vehicles and stuff. And mm. You know when you have an open world that's just fun to explore in a vehicle, in that they just make it so that the landscape has a million jumps in it? Right, yes. If they're not like deliberate jumps, but it's like a hill that you mm. can jump up, and it's just like, oh, I'm going to... Right off that, yeah. Um, it's just fun to be driving around in the cars, um, come across a building, whack it to bits. Mm -hmm. Can you drive um, through a building? Can yeah, you smash through the wall yeah, of a building? Drive through car? a building, mm. do what you want. Um, it's just so much fun, and I haven't seen a game that's got that level of destruction in it because, yes, okay, you couldn't like if there was an actual mountain, you couldn't mm -hmm. just smash through a mountain, like right. anything that was solid to the map. 
obviously it was that was there. Mm -hmm. But any build, like literally any building in it, right. you could destroy, okay. which I thought was very impressive. I think Just Cause will let you do that, but I've not played one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it probably would mm. with different means. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this you can shoot the buildings as well, but your hammer is by far the most like, right. effective. And it's one of those things. That sounds quite satisfying. Oh, as well. it is. And it's got that same, you know, how like with the gravity sword in Halo, where it's got that weirdly satisfying like, lock on mechanic where you go and do it, and then it's like, yes, you have hit the target right. in the right range, and will then just beeline for them and yeah. smash them out of the park for a home run. Yeah. The hammer kind of does the same thing. Right, okay. Um, and it's just really fun to see a guy fly across the thing and it, it did i remember it did have a good story because i like having a story i like having a reason for doing the games yeah. it wasn't just hey open world sandbox whack what you want okay. do what you want That's there cool. was a story about the whole like liberating right um all the different areas and reducing the control that this unnamed energy company <laughs> um had but it was weird because then they released armageddon which i never like looked up oh yeah but I played, and it was linear. Yeah. And yeah, because I, I have played about well two minutes of that. It yours. came across to me as Gears of Warsy. Right. But without all the things that make Gears of War good. Mm. It was like, and coming from that big open world where you could literally destroy anything to being put in a linear corridor, because right. you can't smash through the corridors, like, yeah. and just reducing all of the fun basically out right. of the game, just. I literally only played about two levels, and I was like, right, this isn't what I want to play mm. a Red Faction game for. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Guerrilla, brilliant game. Would thoroughly recommend it. Um, and yeah, close runner-up. Close second. Yeah, for mm. sure. Kind of want to play it again now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, I think, probably concludes... I think that wraps it up. O, P, Q, and, and R. R. There you go. Four letters. Yeah. Just like we said. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll be back next time yep. with, do you want to quickly do the alphabet? Uh, save my ass. Uh, well, we'll probably only do S and T next. Because S is a big yes, one. Yes, S is a big one. So we'll shortchange them again. I'm afraid uh, so. Well, we did four this time. Yeah, well, no promises we'll do four after that. No. We'll see. We might manage it at the end. So S and T yeah. next week. I think so. Sweet. Alright, well, thanks as always for watching slash listening to yep. our random ramblings, of which <laughs> probably most didn't make too much sense, but uh, hope we all had a good time. We did. Um, yeah, and like I said, we'll be back next week, yep. so thanks again for watching and listening. Thank you. Bye! Bye.